Hi everyone and welcome back. In the last year, we visited Greenland, Antarctica, and now, continuing our theme of using the superpower of satellites in the most remote places on Earth, we're back in Brazil, in the middle of nowhere, in what looks like a desert. Let me paint a picture for you of one of the places we're talking about today. The wind is blowing, the sun is shining, a drone flies above so we can see white sand dunes, offset by beautiful midnight blue lakes. This is one of Brazil's national parks. A camera takes us from above, down towards the ground, closer to a circle of musicians. And there's a man with a beard, wearing a hat, playing guitar. That's the Australian musician Ryex. Plus, three violinists and a cellist two keyboardists with several synths, all dressed in white. And in a moment, we'll share how SES helped enable him and his fellow musicians to perform in such a remote location live on Facebook back in July. Plus, there's another story of how we connected thousands of dance music fans to the most global festival on Earth. Pretty cool, right? Welcome to Satellite Stories. I'm your host, Christina Smith-Meyer. There's an old saying by the Danish author Hans Christian Andersen, where words fail, music speaks. And nothing could be more fitting than some of the stories we're sharing with you today. Across the globe, across borders, and across many languages. In this episode, I'm delighted to share with you not one, but two of our partnership stories with the fantastic music production houses, Tomorrowland, a Belgian electronic dance festival, and Cercle, a film and broadcaster like no other. To help guide us through this conversation is my colleague Elodie Morer, SES marketing manager for O3B Empower. First, we wound back the clock a few years to 2017, where Elodie shares some of the behind the scenes when SES worked with one of the most popular dance festivals. Tomorrowland is the world's number one electronic dance music festival. It counts hundreds of thousands of visitors every year and offers magical, unforgettable experiences. Over three days of festivals, and it's happening in a small town called Boom, located close to uh, Antwerp in Belgium. Yet the capacity of the festival is limited to um, 80,000 festival goers per day. And, you know, tickets are sold out in a few milliseconds, which only um, gives access to the festival to a limited number of lucky people. Um, and I think that's, that's where the idea of the concept of Unite with Tomorrowland came to their mind. You know, how, how could they amplify that experience beyond Belgium? And that's what we'll talk about today. That's crazy. 80,000 festival goers and tickets are sold out in milliseconds. That's that's just <laughs> mind boggling. Anyway, um, so Elodie, I, I'm curious. So where did the idea then of partnering with, with Tomorrowland come from exactly? Well, the idea of partnering with them came um, when I was responsible for promoting Ultra HD broadcast via satellite. And I was searching for UHD content to add to uh, SES demo channels. And um, one day... My best friend Niels and I, we were watching Tomorrowland After Movie. It's called uh, This Was Tomorrow. And at some point he says, 
hey, I wonder if this is filmed in, in UHD. I, I think it is. And if that's the case, you should add this to your demo channels. And straight away, he asked a friend who works in the production team at Tomorrowland, Jeroen Fransen. And his friends confirmed that it was UHD content and even gave him the email of the person I should contact. So thank you, Niels, because <laughs> this is how I got in touch with the uh, vice president marketing communication at the time, Michael Dujardin, who was very positive about my request. And he actually even asked to broaden the partnership, which is how we ended up supporting their Unite with Tomorrowland boutique festivals in both 2017 for Americorum Spectaculum and 2018 for Planaxis. Those are the theme of their chapters. Each year is a different chapter, which makes each Tomorrowland story so unique and, and magical. Oh my gosh. Wow. That sounds very cool. So as, as sort of a newbie to this world, um, I don't, I've never been to Tomorrowland. What exactly are these boutique festivals about? Unite with Tomorrowland is about bringing the magic of Tomorrowland to, to those people who did not get a chance to, to buy the ticket. So they worked with local sponsors to organize those mini festivals and they partnered with SES to connect those boutique festivals with the main stage in Belgium on the Saturday night at the heat of the festival. And usually it's Armin van Buren, one of the very, very popular DJ in this electro world, who would be the host of their Unite with Tomorrowland. He would greet every Unite party people one by one and unite them with the people of tomorrow in Belgium. And likewise, uniting the people of Tomorrowland in Belgium with the rest of the world. That's so cool. That's amazing. So tell me, how, how did it all end? What was the result? Well, the Unite with Tomorrowland concept that we supported in 2017 ended up counting seven of those boutique festivals in Malta, South Korea, Germany, Spain, Lebanon, Dubai, UAE, and Israel. In total, more than 260,000 people experienced this live connection and the recording was replayed more than 1.2 billion times, I think. So that's quite uh, a reach, I would say. <laughs> and the, um, this the transmission was enabled by SES via a live two-way HD video broadcast. We provided capacity equivalent to 18 HD channels. Our video connectivity shared every beat, every drop, and every effect simultaneously. Even the lighting was synchronized, you know? And that created a truly global festival experience. So through this partnership, we connected crowds, amplified amazing experiences and brought people together in completely new ways. We're so proud to have partnered with Tomorrowland and to have brought its magic to thousands of music lovers beyond borders. And we did it again with Circle. Well, that's very special. And I'm glad you brought up Circle because that's, that's what I want to talk to you about now. So. Yeah, this is recent history. So in fact, just a couple months ago, um, we partnered up with Cercle. And can you just tell us, you know, who are they and what is their vision and mission? Because they're kind of unique. They are. Their vision is to promote music, artists and world heritage at once by producing very, very unique musical experiences. And they choose quite unusual places and they carefully select them beforehand. So to name a few of their numerous mesmerizing live events, they've taken American DJs Bidwin, 
in Petra, Jordan, German artist Monolink in Maldives, Bosnian-German DJ Solomon, one of my greatest DJ ever, to the antique theater of Orange, which is very close to my hometown, Avignon, so quite special to my heart. And they even had Ben Bomer DJing live from within an air balloon above Cappadocia in Turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said an air balloon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I was literally like, what? An air balloon? <laughs> yes, they can do that. And to close this year's season in September and October, they um, invited respectively the Turkish DJ Carlita to Cinecita in Roma and Miss Monique, an Ukrainian DJ, to the Biosphere in Montreal. So very nice closing. I'm loving the female touch here. And um, today we'll focus on what they've called easily the hardest show ever pulled off. And we'll find out why. I mean, I may be wrong, Elodie, but I have a sneaky feeling that there might be a good story here as to how SES partnered up with Circular in the first place. And um, yeah, maybe you can tell us a bit about that. I basically was following uh, Circle for six years since their beginning in 2016. And every time I was discovering one of their show and I would be just impressed by the level of production, you know, the choice of places, the coherence with the artists they picked and the overall experience they managed to create with the music and the aerial shots. So while I was watching their event live or replaying them, I would always always be thinking about the technical dimension of their productions, wondering how they make it happen. <laughs> especially, especially in remote and underconnected places such as Maldives, Petra, Egypt, or the Air Balloon. <laughs> so I was secretly dreaming to support one of their crazy adventures one day. So everything happened this year when they announced their Spaced Theme Festival at the Air and Space Museum at Paris Le Bourget. I jumped on that opportunity to talk to them and, and introduce SES as, as a company. So I, um, I simply contacted Phil, one of the co-founders, and dropped him a short voice message on Instagram explaining, yeah, I'd like to partner with them around the festival in May. And that's how the story with Circle started, with a one-minute Instagram voice message, basically. <laughs> and that was, that was our first collaboration at the festival where we showcased SES content connectivity capabilities by, by having a small presence in the Concord's room. Pretty cool, by the way, to have, you know, our spots under the engine of one of the Concord. Very impressive. We had a space there in partnership with TV Store, a young Paris-based company who provided the TV screens and the headsets for festival goers to watch and listen to the other stages so we had a stage uh, under the A380, the Airbus A380 and the Ariane Spice launch rocket. And festival goers could come to the SES space room and watch live and listen to the other stage live performance. They could also play SES satellite launch videos or uh, animations around the 3BM power technology. The booth was always busy and people were very curious about SES. So the idea was to introduce SES as a global satellite operator based in the heart of Europe and to demonstrate our content connectivity services with our Mio Geo fleet. And I really think it was uh, well attended. People were curious. The booth was busy, as I said, 
And not only the booth, but uh, we also had Instagram filters for people to, to use uh, on their Instagram stories with satellite and launch rockets. So that was also quite popular. But I think where we got popular was with our goodies. We, we brought vintage satellite pins and also remove before flight streamers. So really a good uh, presence at their festival. It just sounds like I wish I had been there. Um, <laughs> I think it's clear that you love the world of music and you are very involved. So let me just ask you this then. What do you feel sets Circler apart in the industry? I mean, what what makes it so special and unique? I mean, you've already talked about these amazing landscapes that, that they find themselves playing in and, and such. But yeah, what what would you say to that? Oof, there's so many things <laughs> that set them apart. Um, uh, I think I'd say maybe their uniqueness or greatness lays in their ability to, to combine, like you said, beautiful landscape and soundscape. So they, they, they choose a breathtaking spot and they sublime it by inviting the right artist. And that artist's music and style will nicely complement the vibe of the place and create more than a musical experience. So I think that's one of their uniqueness, but they also collaborate with plethora of musical artists. Each of them bring their unique genre and embrace the wholesome power of performing in those unexpected and, and magical outdoor venues. So they're really, really innovating in the live events and live stream concepts by combining those perfect soundscape and landscape with drone images, close-up of the artists, with the world heritage venues in, in the background. And they can do all of this, bringing the technology they need to deliver those great production live, even in the most challenging location. I mean, each of their events is not a simple live stream. It, it is a masterpiece at all levels. It is cinematographic music. They, they immerse the viewers into this landscape and soundscape and they allow the artist to glow to share its soul in a unique and cohesive way i think they create a kind of pop-up outlet for artists to express their talent so they're bringing life and soul to the places they choose and they share that back with us it is transcendent it is meditative spiritual goosebumping you name it it is a unique extraordinary experience i love it i love it Elodie. so t tell me about the event in brazil tell me the where what how to do something quite special something that was maybe a little bit different from what they've done to date walk me through what happened in july sure so uh, back in july um circle selected quite a remote spot at the heart of a natural paradise sculpted by sand rain and, and wind and they selected that spot to bring Ryex, an Australian singer, to perform with his band and a selection of local philharmonic musicians. And that tranquil, beautiful, but wide location is called Lensois, and it's a national park located in the northeast of Brazil. So after the successful first partnership at the Space Film Festival in Paris Le Bourget, Circle considered SES to support this crazy extreme adventure. And um, well, we worked with our sales engineering team. We worked with a local partner, then 
we delivered the right connective solution that Circle needed to power this musical story. That's awesome, Elodie. So were there actually any challenges that they encountered while in this amazing place shaped with sand, wind and rain? Because from listening to how you described it, I wouldn't be surprised if there may have been a challenge or two that cropped up. Yeah, let's say that it took some time for uh, the adventurous crew to attune to the environment. In, uh, in other words, uh, Christina, the, the natural elements did challenge the, the production team. It was really harsh weather conditions and the strong winds caused real technical issues during the sound check. And um, they had to postpone the event that was planned for July 25. And they just announced it. Um, that the live would be postponed to the following day, Tuesday, July 26th at the same time. But that possibility of postponing the transmission had been forcing. We had talked about that with, uh, with Circle. It was part of their challenges and, and requirements. So we had secured capacity on SES 14 for the next day. And this allowed Circle production team to, to focus on sorting out those technical issues on the ground while the artist got peacefully attuned to the landscape. So everything worked out well. And um, on the next day, on July 26, thanks to this extraordinary production team at Circle and the better weather condition, we delivered this mesmerizing 90 minutes of live, high-quality video and musical performances of Ryex, his band, and Brazilian violinist quartet. It was Beautiful. So much love, so much energy was put by the whole team to deliver the live. We could feel it, even from Luxembourg, where I was based at the time. And, you know, Circle confessed that this had been the most challenging location to pull off a live stream and that it would have never been possible without the expertise and collaboration of SES and Casablanca Online because it was the only way for Circle to connect to the outside world and to share this very, very special, magical and, and poetic moment with those thousands of viewers who watched it live, like me, and many, many more who will replay it infinitely. Elodie, can you just walk me through the technical setup? What was it that they needed and how did it all pan out? It doesn't sound that simple to me. Not simple at all, exactly, Christina. So they had a big challenge. Um, which was to bring connectivity to an unidentified, uncharted spot in the middle of 1,500 square kilometers of desert. <laughs> like I said, they didn't know where they would have this live stream until two days before um, the live stream with Ryex and his band. So um, they had to pick this spot, they had to bring connectivity, and they had to do it very quick. So in just a few weeks, uh, with the occasional use sales engineering team, Joven Kabag and Steve Pizinius, together with our local ground partner, Casablanca Online, we, we, we designed the, the right solution. We booked the capacity and we shipped the equipment. So that was the challenge, you know, the unknown location of the live stream, the timing, which was pretty tight, but we did it. It all worked out. We um, got to install and deploy a professional transportable satellite contribution system, which was operating at KU band frequency. And that was connecting to our SES-14 satellite located at 47.5 degree west. 
And that satellite coverage is great for LATAM. So um, the signal that we received was downlinked, was transcoded into an IP stream, and that allowed to transit over private connection all the way to Europe, up to Circle's media server in Paris. The final video output was very high definition, and it was streamed to their online platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and, and Twitch. This is the technical setup that uh, we delivered for Circle to power this story from that desert of sand and, and water. Brilliant. So then, is there any possibility of working with Circle in the future? And what are your thoughts on future projects? I'm asking this because it's so clear that you have a love for music. Yeah, we'll be exploring new partnership ideas for 2023 and beyond, definitely. So watch that musical space, everyone. <laughs> and um, yeah, regarding my personal vision and hope, well, my vision of music is that it is a world that can be explored in many different ways. You know, you can enjoy music at home, in streets, in bars, in bed, in outdoor festivals, in planes, alone, in groups, anywhere, anytime. And it makes people feel happy or sad, creates an emotion, a vibration in you. It, it resonates in us. So music has many virtues, in my opinion, <laughs> such as helping focus, bringing energy or relax, alleviate pain, or simply make us dance and, and feel alive. I really hope to continue to connect with people through music and to support such extraordinary musical experiences and even witness more innovation in that space. You know, VR, AR, crowd interactions, we'll see. But everything for people to rejoice even more, if possible, in music and, and melodies. So. I feel truly blessed to have been able to share these stories today thanks to SES and the world of music. Thank you, Christina, for having me talk about my two favorite topics, music and technology. Let's continue to beam good vibes with music and satellites and I hope you enjoyed it. Yet another fantastic glimpse into a fascinating corner of SES. From sports organizations, to governments, to oil and gas industries, to now music. It's great that through this podcast series, we can enjoy learning so many aspects of how satellites are making a difference in the world. And with that in mind, please do make sure to follow this series to be notified the moment our next episode goes live. And as always, for more about what we do, visit ses.com.